on what we think is overrated anime and whatnot we have our boy troy so what's good what's up we also got justin ready to make whatever sound <clears throat> noise or whatever he wants to make this week or mm. he could be absolutely quiet and we'll make mr popo jokes about him in the meantime silence is golden silence is golden <laughs> listen if he smiles and he becomes blue he's mr popo so that's how it works but yeah Okay, so how we're going to do it is we're going to have each other bring up different series that we find or might think are overrated, and we're just going to discuss them, break them down, why they might be overrated, why they might not be overrated, whichever works, however this goes. Um, so who wants to start? I mean, if Justin has one, I'm down with him starting, opening up a pleasant conversation. But if not, Troy, I'm all for you going. Um, hmm. Justin's answers anything not Moggy. But let me think. <laughs> anything not Moggy. I mean, at this point, yeah, sounds like him. Um, I'm trying to decide how spicy I want to be. I mean, you could be as spicy as the meatball that Mario eats. Um, well, I think Naruto is fucking overrated. Okay, now um, when you say Naruto, are you going just based off the series as a whole, or are you going, like, OG or Shippuden? If you combine OG with Shippuden. Okay, without Boruto. Okay. Yeah, I think the Naruto saga, as it were, is, um, you know, like, good, not great. Mm-hmm. Because... You know, I, I've seen Hunter Hunter, so I've seen huge chunks of that show played out in a better fashion. Um, but like, I don't know. The animation, there's some some great stuff, then there's some stuff that is highly questionable. Like, there's some shit that just looks... Bro, Pain Saga. I love seeing animation from those. It's not, it's not Seven Deadly Sins bad. Like, it's not that one fucking... Season 3 Part 1? Yeah, but, like, there's some pretty... There's some rough shit. There's a lot of filler. I think... Mm-hmm. Nar- okay, so here's the thing. Naruto is dope. And if you went online and found one of those, like, watch lists that cut all the filler and all the useless shit out... Yeah. Then it completely different opinion but the fact that that show has a list like that where it's like you know i mean every like og type of shonen series i think all of them have one or two of those behind them like oh what filler you can watch what filler you shouldn't watch and then the straight yeah but like there's i don't know there's just some shit that's like way more polished and or like the fin the filler 
isn't is less a filler and just kind of like a breath you know like taking a deep breath there's like shit that is like one piece has a lot of filler too but that's like uh proportionally especially compared to the arcs and how they do them yeah i don't think there's any filler that's over nine or ten episodes in a row yeah that's the thing they don't it has that and it's only like a hundred episodes of filler for like almost a thousand naruto is it right up there with like yeah it's 42 i think it's like 42 percent filler something around there naruto and shippuden both have that range of filler yeah so like i don't know you can debate all day about like how fucking cool chakra is and ninja shit and like i'm not gonna get into that it's not completely my shit that's part of the reason i think it's overrated but you just 42 percent filler is absurd if that is your favorite show and you're gonna die on a hill where almost half of it is nonsensical bullshit that can be unwatched hey man but you're forgetting the greatness of itachi Bro, I, I can't believe you said that. I was ready to talk about Itachi, too. <laughs> I, was, it, it was, I was playing the script out in my head about how I was going to bring it up, and you just like, bro, let me just talk about Itachi. <laughs> I mean, Itachi is like one of those things, like, you have those debates about characters. Itachi and Ace are always those ones that it's like, oh, the brother who sacrificed, right? The thing is, I think they're both a plot device, but Ace has more character. And so if you were to add, like, I don't, I don't particularly love Ace more. I like Sabo more than Ace at the end of the day. I think Ace is a really cool character, and over time you get him fleshed out after post-mortem, you know? So you see a lot about his character. The thing about Itachi is he's so much of a plot device, I never could get behind the hype of why people like him so much. Because it's like, if I like that character, I'm liking a lot of characters from that archetype. I think he just seems cooler than what he has behind like his character itself is fairly just the plot device of i'm the brother who took on the weight of the world in order to like make things right in my village he had no obligation to do so either and there's nothing in his character that says he should have done what he did other than him just doing it so like his plot plot line just happens right and i'm always like what makes him so fascinating i had this conversation like it was a whole debate i was like i mean i think of both of them equally in that sense but like at the end of the day when you get to ace's flashback i find him more appealing as a character i find there's more to him once you know about him more so all the stuff he does makes sense right i never thought itachi had that so i was always like he's an okay character i like him but like a character like kakashi i like far more kakashi's like one of my favorite characters from from that series but even then there's characters i like more than kakashi in other series because at like at the end of the day i don't feel like characters get fleshed out to the degree that all their decisions work. I feel like the plot overcomes characterization sometimes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I, uh, yeah. another big disappointment, like, when it comes to Naruto, that it's like, why do people like so much? It's like the character development that happens in Naruto, they treat as a crossover into Shippuden. Like, Rock Lee is a great character, but the moment you ask me Rock Lee and Shippuden, I think he's crap. I don't care about Rock Lee and Shippuden. Rockley and OG, I like. He was good. He, you know, talent mm-hmm. versus, you know, hard work. Like, it had those expressions. And, like, thematically, a lot of those things just fall apart once you get to Shippuden. They just contradict themselves. And then you have, like, the most important villain of all time, Black Zetsu. You know, it's self-explanatory if you've watched it. If you watched it and you like Black Zetsu, 
I, I really couldn't take your opinion seriously. Like, end of day, like, I could talk to you. We could have similar opinions. But on Naruto, I'm not backing you up in any shape or degree. I couldn't agree with you if you were like, oh, yeah, Black Setsu, that plot line, like, folding on Madara, that was good. No, I couldn't. That's that's whack, you know? Yeah, I, I don't know, dude. Like, I get that it's cool. And I do think that, like, the concept's sick and overall the execution's pretty solid. But people will fucking die on that hill. And I'm like... They will. And then they'll also, like, in the same breath, put it with, like, shows that I think are leagues better. One Piece being, like, an example. Well, they'll, like, have, like, Naruto and Luffy, like, together. Mm -hmm. And I'm always just like, the fucking audacity of these bitches? Like, I, I don't have an issue with people saying nostalgia is a reason why they like stuff a lot. Like, at the end of the day, the reason why Naruto is not my favorite series is because I'm not a nostalgic person. So when I watched One Piece, Naruto used to be my favorite series for a while. Back when I watched, like, 20 or 30 shows. But then I would, like, watch One Piece when I was more in, like, the 50, 60 range. And at one point, I was like, I never thought about One Piece as a great series until it became my favorite series. And I just was in the middle of it and I was like oh this is my favorite series that's the only reason I thought of it to like such a degree is because I reached a point where I'm like this is better than everything I've watched so for now it's just going to be there until I watch something better or find something I think as highly as like Attack on Titan is one of those series I would put up there Jujutsu Kaisen mm -hmm. is like one of those surprising series that I never could imagine liking it as much as I do but if I had watched it or read it before I got into One Piece i would it would it wouldn't be like Naruto where like I'd be like 200 episodes I'd be in like Water Seven and Isabi and like that's my favorite series, I'd have to make it to like Marine Forward or Dress Rosa to be like, okay maybe I like One Piece more if what Jujutsu had like the amount of chapters out like comparatively. Wait, when did uh, Jujutsu get first released? Um, it came out like two years ago I want to say. Seriously, and it's only that far? I read it in two days. It's two or three years ago, but it's. So good, man. It's so easy. Like, once I got to that one chapter I binge, I was like, oh, boom. But like, when it comes to a series like Naruto, I just think, like, there's the editor -ish issues when it came to, like, publication and stuff. So I know those stuff existed. And I'm not going to say, like, you, you can use that as an excuse. I think that's fine. But you can't ignore the rest of the series exists in the same vein. Because, it, like, if there's stuff you don't like, you got to, like, acknowledge it. Like, it's the only reason, like, Hunter Hunter... In terms of the anime, like, there are parts, like, even One Piece, if it's the anime, I could talk about the slower parts of arcs, the filler and all that. Like, it's lower ranked, like, by most people in the first place when it comes to the anime and not the manga, so it's fine. When I hear people say certain things about our bad, because I'll agree. Hunter Hunter has those slow parts. I feel like, at the end of the day, like, when it comes to, like, the ending of a series, it tends to come to the forefront of people's opinions, because as much as I love certain parts of Hunter Hunter... There's also parts that I'm like, yeah, that part's boring or you could have like done less dialogue to get to that same emphasis because you just imagine certain parts of Chimera and Arc that drag on for a very long time and are like pretty pointless. And I really like one of the things I think that Phantom Troop Arc has over Chimera is that it's smaller, and it's more concise. And so if you're basing off of like which one's better, I think that uh, Phantom Troop is like consecutive once you get to that moment it's back to back to back everything fits and flows together chimera ant has like 
30 episodes where you're getting before you're getting into that back-to-back-to-back smoothness, you know? I mean, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I enjoy, I think Chimera Ants is, like, long as fuck, obviously. Like, I, think, I, I think the pinnacle of Chimera Ant is better than what I got from Phantom Troop, which is why I like it more. But at the that same was, time, there's a lot to get to. That's kind of how there. I felt with Dressrosa when I was what I don't know about reading it, but when I was reading watching it, it, yeah, watching it, I'd understand. Reading it, I loved like every chapter. Yeah, like, but I watching it, I'd understand. There's just like this huge part where Luffy, like, is it, it's a lot of point A to point yeah, B to point like, C to point D, and yeah, you're like I don't know. rushing through that slowly. They just really get like. He's sitting there, and then they're like, well, now we're going to do a whole episode on backstory, and then we're going to jump to Zoro cutting off this dude's finger for an entire episode, and then we're going to go over here and fucking yeah. people are pushing string for, and you're just like... Like, you imagine reading like, it, I you're getting like... hockey to fucking... You're getting a cliffhanger, flash. like, every... Like, you read One Piece, you're getting a cliffhanger, like, every chapter. Like, some way, shape, or form, you're getting, like, one thing. Like, there's... It's hard to say. Early One Piece, there are chapters that you could be like, that's a chapter, right? That's a regular chapter. The later and further it gets, you read a chapter, you're like, that chapter has one thing that would be like, that's a great moment, or like, that's something to talk about. There's always like a point of conversation when it comes to later One Piece in the manga. Like, it's always like, oh, that's a big reveal, or that's a big moment, or that's a funny moment. You have something. Yeah, they're like kind of bringing threads, kind of. Like, you end chapters on like Fujitora or like Dofi about to like slice meteors, things like that, where like, end caps or middle points for chapters you'd always have like one of those highlight moments mm-hmm. those points in Dressrosa anime that it's just like oh we're going from point a to point b for like five minutes and it's just like dialogue and it's really slow and it's like oh let's escape from the underground uh you know dock or things like that it's like a really slow pace yeah I've, it was i don't it's not really a throwaway arc necessarily but it's just one that doesn't get as much praise but the freaking one where they're in the prison. Impel Down? Impel yeah. Down is actually really popular. I thought, I was like, dude, I thought like the pacing of that. It's, okay, was, we want to talk about pacing. Like, I thought, quick I thought that was way better. Sabayote like, to Marineford or post Marineford. Like once you get to Sabayote, pacing goes like off the walls. Like it is nonstop like t- quality. Dude, I thought, yeah, Dressrosa, I was like... Yeah, really... uh, post-time post skip, I, I see the complaints. Like, I really can't argue. Like, if people be like, it's overrated because of that, I get it. I, I tend to recommend the manga because I know such a thing exists. And I'm like, I know people are going to bash on it for that, so I'm going to rather try to put them on a better source material to work with, you know? If they don't, they don't. I got into it because of the anime, so, like, I was binging it. I was in binge mode, so, like, if I could skip 10 minutes of an anime, I'd be like, hell yeah, closer to the next episode because I'm trying to catch up the whole time. So, like, pacing was never an issue because I was always skipping all the unnecessary parts in the first place, you know? Yeah. That's like running a fucking your own version of a Pokemon playthrough. But it's also, like, when it comes down to, like, the manga. I'm not going to say One Piece manga is overrated. I think, like, the quality and praise it gets is deserved. So I can't really say the same thing about Hunter Hunter because I haven't read it. So, um... I don't know if your opinions on is it like one of those series where the manga improves or is it does the anime really become the crux of why it is getting the no the 
manga is way better. Or not way better, but, like, deeper. And there's just some stuff that the anime brushes over. A great mm-hmm. example, or they, a great example of, like, a change they did, took away a lot, was, like, the kite thing. Mm-hmm. Like, there's an encounter yes, with a, a fox difference. bear and that shit, like... It makes in the first chapter, right, or something like that. Yeah, really so funny. like if you people are always so hard on that scene where they're like, I don't understand why Gone got so mad. And it was just like he watched his sensei die. He's fucking thirteen. Like people are always like trying to like because he fights adults, they think that he has like an adult psyche. Mm-hmm. It's like no, you've seen the whole show. He's childish and selfish and stubborn and doesn't like when he doesn't get his way, and all of those things were working like against him when he was yeah. when Kite died. Yeah, I don't necessarily like, mind that point itself. I think there's other points where he just seems yeah. to attach. Well, Kite is alive, where he's just like randomly like, "Oh, I love this man," and it's like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, but like he's. Like it's consistent. He's never, apart it's consistent. from Mito, yeah. Like apart from Mito, he's never had any connection to his dad. Yeah. And so now Kite is some version of a connection. But I totally agree when people say, and I like this is my thought too that like the manga presents that better. And so like you don't have to defend the way I am the anime. Mm-hmm. Like the manga defends itself because you're like oh. He met him when he was a kid. He knows yeah. exactly who this person is. It's like a reintroduction when they see each other before ants. So Which then it like would, you know make more sense. Yeah, it's like this entire thing. But then at the end of the day, it's still a thirteen-year-old who just watched someone close to him. I mean, the only thing about like, it is like it's you know, not like, necessarily on. where it goes because it's consistent. Once you get to that point, the thing is, it's like okay, here's Gone before he meets Kite. Here's his relationship to Kite as soon as he meets him, right? You don't have that interchange where it, like, gets there. It stays here, like, the whole time. But you just don't have that point A to point B before it's B to C. Yeah, there's no real, like, tutelage. Like, honestly, Wing is – there's more, like – Like, yes, if Wing died, it would make more sense for him to be more emotional in the anime than Kite dying. Or, yeah, if Biscuit died, it would be, like – Oh, Biscuit – Biscuit would have been like worse, like of, in yeah. anime standards. Because he's got some people count Hisoka as a like a pseudo mentor, yeah, but no. he basically has the two that's, of them have three mentors. That's just Kite by like you is know. the least hands on <laughs> and mm-hmm. spends the least amount of time with them. He's there. So they go. They go to fight the ants, and he just dies. You know? Yeah. So that's like, simple. I understand that complaint, but I also whenever people are going to, like, throw that out there, I urge you to think about yourself when you were 13. Some motherfuckers hadn't even experienced death in the family by that point. They had to, like, get sit down and be like, Grandma's not going to be at Christmas anymore. Uh... Like, this kid... <laughs> this kid's getting, like, a mental beat down. Like, come on. Like It's like, yeah, I just back. met this man, but I'm about to, like, throw hands. Like... <laughs> Yeah, it's like there's been there's so many examples in anime of like people becoming 
God of War. Or not God of War, God of High School. I was about to say, I'm like, God of War? Ooh, what What's his name? Uh, the dude, I forget the names. Uh, Hyundai, his friend dying? No, 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 no. The main character. Jin Mori? Jin Mori and the other kid who met his grandpa. Bill they have, yeah, the white-haired kid. That's the fox. Yeah, well, um, black hair, but white when he's the spirit, yeah. Yeah, so he fucking their like connection is tenuous at best yeah like it's but the same the sec- thing like the source the material he hurt, the second he it, gets hurt you're like they have like a fuck. bond right yeah you're like why you what like you met this guy like 18 yeah, seconds it, ago it, and it's the same thing like the source material gives it way more behind it and like his grandpa tells him take care of my grandson type of thing like they have that type of thing going yeah for but i think i think that's like a far more egregious example of like, oh in the anime it's it's rough but it's pe- no no one says shit like no one fucking bats an eye because there's pretty colors Listen, like, once you once you got to that part of the anime it was like already going downhill slowly like once they got to that second tournament yeah that's a good point but still it's just there were still good moments so i mean and there's still things they did well people i think there's like a need and I'm going to bring Naruto back up. God I dang, you're going to let it rest? Yeah. I think people and fans of shows that are not as good as Hunter Hunter and <laughs> One Piece and fucking like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Bro, you're not going to let me roast on Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood? Oh, no, I... that show's god tier. Kill yourself. All right, I'm about to roast Full Metal Alchemist. I, I was talking to like some of my guys, right? And I was I looked at it. I'm like, bro, why is it so highly rated? Like every time a show gets close to it, people in my anime just like start trashing. Like Attack on Titan got bashed the moment it was like a 9.21 and people were like, that's too high. And they downvoted it. And I was like, bro, I looked at the poster. I'm like, you know what? I think I'd watch it. I'd be like, that's an 8 out of 10. And then I looked at like a couple other guys' scores and it was 8 out of 10. And I was like, good stuff, man. No, it, uh, it has, whatever. That's just completely. I'm I mean, saying if, on the off to, chance, no, no, I think no, it's a ten that. out of ten. I'd be surprised. What I was saying was, people will try and like use hindsight as if something hasn't been out for a decade, and then try and like knock. You know, like you've had like. I, I need an example to work off. I'm just saying, like with Hunter Hunter. As an example, you've had 10 years to sit and absorb the anime. Mm -hmm. And so then you can, like, really, like, put it under a lens. And so then it's, like, easy to just, like, try and point out some, like, weird little, like, bullshitteries. Or, like, One Piece, the fact that it's been out since the 90s and there's a thousand episodes. Yeah. People can just, like, find weird shit and be like, the fuck is this? And you're just like, mm-hmm. you know, like, fuck off, kind of. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like people are always trying to, like, drag down one show because they're a fan of, like, a different show. I mean, the only so, reason like, I'm dragging on, down a show Well, is Attack on I'm Titan can be a 9.2. And, like, if you're a Full Metal fan and... Got like usurped by Attack on Titan. You don't need to like 
go fucking downvote the hell out of it. Like, bro, every show that gets close to sinking Full Metal gets downvoted. It's like my anime list is sinking run by Full Metal stance. It's the best thing ever. Every well, time people, a new show, I know comes people up. are defensive of, or not like defensive of it, but like, I don't know, they are attached to it because they experienced Full Metal Alchemist. Like they've seen how bad it went off the rails. So to then have Bones come in and give like Brotherhood. Yeah, like the animation's beautiful, the story's fucking sick, the music's incredible. It's one of the best like tutors in all of anime. The brothers are like awesome, side characters are dope. Like, even if it's not necessarily someone's shit, all the boxes get checked. Cause it's a, f- and then so like if you watched the Full Metal Alchemist original, mm-hmm. and then you went and watched Brotherhood, it would be like, I mean it's an improvement for sure. Yeah, that's it'd be how like, I plan on watching it. If you were fucking like dehydrated in the desert, and then you like had a puddle, and you're like, oh this sucks, and then like someone like a little bit later was like, here's some motherfucking Aquafina, bitch. I mean I understand what you're going for. Like, hey, I personally think that's a really. Better dumb excuse for you know anything oh i'm not condoning the actions because like but it is what it is type it's thing. not like demon slayer is coming in and saying that hey, it's hey, better hey, than we're saving or saving demon slayer for later my god but yeah like <laughs> attack on titan is every bit as good as ev- any other show you want to like compare it to so like I don't know. If you're not willing to at least have the conversation as like some people haven't even seen like the shows that they're comparing and it's like you fucking thick in the head that you ever watched Attack on Titan they're like no but the writer's a Nazi so like full metal alchemist brother dude. You're like that's not how it works. Dang. Isayama getting called out by the second Chinese government for writing about freedom. It'd be like that. Yeah, it's like he's a Nazi, but China doesn't want him. They're like, you fascist. A fascist country, like, banned him. You're writing a story about freedom? <laughs> no thanks. Yeah, you're like, you yes, got... Come on. Like, I don't know. People just right. suck. I mean, I wanna, I'm going to bring up Gintama, even though I love the series. Like, early Gintama gets really high praise even though like it's so subjective to a series you like because it's a comedy series mainly for like 70 to 80 percent of it before it gets like the high octane back-to-back-to-back serious arcs like there's serious arcs in between but it's like one of those series that like it's really not for everyone when people enjoy it they enjoy it but it's not a type of series where i'm like yeah that season you should love that season. Like, no, there's seasons that are not as good as others, but like, it's one of those series on like my anime list that is highly praised just because the show is a show, you know, which boggles my mind. Cause I'm like, yeah, that's not really how you work things based yeah. on like overall enjoyment. Like if you're going to do it, at least try to do it as objective as possible, you know? Well, that's the thing you can't use the, it'd be like judging rotten tomatoes or some sh- like one time, this is this is not a joke. I was on Rotten Tomatoes trying to see like how a movie was scored. Some bitch was that. complaining about the theater's popcorn gave the movie a bad score. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you don't deserve like you 
<laughs> should not right. be allowed to give a review on anything ever again, ever. Like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, that's the dumbest Bro, have you shit ever, ever read? Heard. Have you ever read reviews on my anime list? It's like just a, a subtle roast. I've like, they seem like they're aficionados. Like, it's so professional. I'm like, listen, I know you don't have much to do in your spare time of life, but like, you don't have to be like a full on fake pro about it. Like, yeah. you're going crazy, man. Yeah, it's just like, like it's some not. People, man, they try. They try really hard. Yeah, like, no one's going to come up and just discover you and be like, do you want to come review anime for your living? Yeah. I saw your review on my anime list. Like, they'll, they'll be like, oh, yeah, story, that's a that's a 7 out of 10. Art, that's like a 2 out of 10. You know, sound design, I'm like, listen, calm down. Like, I don't understand the concept of rating how a series is artistically presented. Because, like, that just depends on the studio. And I'm like, and if you care about that more than the series itself, like, I don't trust your opinion in the first place. If art is always, like, something that comes to mind, like, Sound design and art are things that improve a series. They're not things that define a series. That's like a subjective basis on what you think is good or not. Like if it's story, I have to see what you say about a story in order to be like, I trust your opinion on like how you evaluate stories. Because you might sound like one of those idiots who are like, oh yeah, there's this deep emotional philosophy in a series that doesn't have deep emotional philosophy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that like, I don't know. That... Those are the people I refer to as like the cavemen, who it's like, they just, it's just the bright lights and the flashy music. They get like enamored by it, and I know we're not we're saving Demon Slayer for later, but a great example is everyone praises episode nineteen so highly, whereas I yeah. think that Zenitsu, I don't think that's the best episode. The spiders, so. the best episode. I think oh, episode, episode four is the best episode. Episode four is my favorite episode, yeah. But I think the Zenitsu, like, because that's in the same arc. Cause, like, that's they both one of the like, best moments in the show. I think of it's that It's the best arc, moment in that arc, yes. Yeah, 100%. But everyone gets enamored by the fire wheel. And I was, like, sitting there. I got that the dad, the fire I fucking get it. But they did a very shitty job of presenting that. Whereas, I mean, it's not that good in the manga either. Like, but, like, listen, they literally even Slayer... Picked, they tracked Zenitsu's progress up until that point. Oh, yeah. They gave a whole so flashback well. for the episode, it's, and they did it perfectly. They, went, they stuck the fuck... And then, like, that, if you're going to get hung up on the vision... That is one of the more, like, visually striking things. Mm-hmm. He's like... And it's just, like, the flashing light. You're like... But the fire wheel, and Nezuko suddenly has demon magic. You're yeah, like, yeah. You're like... So that's like ass pull from your dad that we kind of got a teaser for, kind of. And then ass pull from Nezuko with demon blood. But yeah. everyone's like, oh, because the OP, the opening was playing in the foot. I'm like, you guys. It wasn't the all- opening. It was, it was I a know, different but song. But yeah. It's fucking stupid. People black out because of a song. And then okay. cool CGI. I mean. And the dragon. You know, t- and, dude, it was a water dragon. And then it was fire. Cause yes. Like, you guys are cavemen. But before we, we jump into the Demon Slayer rabbit hole, I prefer to go into my hero. The best show out weekly, my guy. Wait, hold up. Are you caught up on the manga? I'm a chapter. I'm a chapter behind, I think. Bro, yeah, if you so read it right now, bro, bro, if you guys read it right now, I'm completely fine. Just Dude. pull that out and start reading it. But <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> and we can just talk about this. Okay, so... 
yeah, I read the report by from Jump Festa that it was that Horikoshi said it might be ending sooner rather than later. And like for a fact, for for a darn fact, I've said this for how many weeks? How many months now? How I said like there's no way this series is lasting longer than like you know a year or two. There's no way. It's yeah. impossible. It's it's so much happening. It's like a you final can literally arc. tell by how fucking it's fast this shit's being rushed. It's uh, I think I want to say it's two ninety six is the latest one. I could be wrong. Let me let me double check. Let me double check. But like, I felt like so much was happening, and it felt like it was being forced to happen. That I, it made me distasteful. Now hearing that it's almost done is like kind of a relief to the an extent. Thing is. I feel the same way I felt about Demon Slayer, where it's like it gets announced that it's almost finished. It's 295. It doesn't feel like it's almost finished. It feels like there should be more. Yeah, I feel like there's not going to be. Like the pacing is one of my. Easily get another like sizable arc out of. If if the pacing for this arc was different, I would have opinions. Let alone the fact that storytelling, like there's there's major storytelling issues I have with the current arc that happens in the latest chapter that I was like, yeah, that final two, three pages, no, I don't like that at all. And I'm not going to say I even think it's a notion worthwhile of my time. Like I strongly dislike that type of thing they're doing in a series. I was so much not a fan of it. I was like, yo, I mean, if you guys read it, I'm ready to bash on it because I just don't like what happened. So if you do got if, if anyone's watching this and like they haven't caught up in the manga or anything like that, yeah, we are gonna end up spoiling this because I can't control myself when it comes to this. But like go go to anime terms, right? When it comes to like production value, I think season one gets I wanna say season one gets deserved praise. Season one and season two are the better ends of the show, right? I think uh, season, season two is the peak. Season two is the peak, yes, I'll agree, because that has the Hero Festival and the Stain arc, and I think those are both great arcs. Granted, there are subplots that I'm like, maybe don't make the most sense, but like at the end of the day, it's still done really well. Season three, you have the students start doing stuff that's always questionable, like even with the hero camp or like, you know, All Might versus stinking One for All, All for One, I mean. Those arcs happen and it's like, uh, they're, they're doing stuff and, you know, the characters are making choices that really don't make sense or the plot's happening and it doesn't really work. And you get to season four where I think overhaul arc is like just badly paced. The school festival arc is kind of improved on like the school as- festival aspect. The gentle La Brava stuff, I just don't like in the manga in the first place when it comes to like the second half where it's like, oh, the power of love. And then Deku's like, but I got to try harder. So it's I like, hated okay. that shit. I just never liked that in the manga because it was just like, okay, who, who just wants to win more? But then you have love and then just trying harder as you're too poles of you know that are fighting against each other in that sense and then you have um in the manga endeavor arc ever endeavor redemption which is fantastic i love that arc then you have uh it's the hero ranking arc which i think it's all combined with the endeavor arc like that's all fine like if you combine them together they're both really good you have uh the joint training arc which i think is a train wreck especially when it comes to the plot. I don't have an issue much with the fights or anything like that. Like, my favorite fight is that uh, Team Bakugo fight for that arc. And the first one, the first and second one, I think. But, like, Deku's one, I don't like at all because of the plot aspects, let alone the character aspects. And then the Todoroki group one, I thought was handled really poorly. 
I think parts of the first one were good. Parts were not as good. The second one was fine because that was, um, I think, Tokiyami's group, I want to say, was the second one. And he had some moments in his fight. And I think uh, Yaoi Rose, who was on that team and stuff. So there's aspects of that one I like. Team Bakugo is like my favorite. It was seamless. I'm like, that's exactly what I'd expect. They just worked really well. And then you had, um, what was the arc after joint training? Was it um, my villain? Was that the one directly after? I want to say it was. I think so. Asking for help? Don't redeem this fool. Come on, son. <laughs> oh, oh you're, you're reading it too. Yeah, okay. I just yeah. finished. Yeah, I, yeah, I know that's the end. Yeah, my villain academia is really good. I don't think the start is as good as like once you get to that midway point when they actually fight the paranormal liberation army. I think they're like a, the liberation army. I don't think is a good antagonist, but no, for just that was a so weak storyline. I'm glad I had someone who said like they just didn't like how he looked, so they they lo- disliked him from beforehand. I'm like, listen, I like your taste, but I didn't like him anyways, and I don't even think that was a part of it. But the fact that you're saying that's enough of a reason, I'm like, thank you, my guy. Yeah, yeah, good enough I, reason for me. I. I don't think it's more of his group. I think him himself is just like a weak antagonist. Like his group doesn't really do much, but they also don't have anything to go with. It's more development for the League of Villains, right? And they have great development that are. That's why it's like my favorite arc in the series. Mm-hmm. You know, because you have so much for Shigaraki and Twice and all that, and you know things like that. And then you have the current. Well, it's right before then. It's um the training arc with Endeavor. I think that's a good arc, a good intermediate arc with um Bad End or whatever his name was. Then you have this current arc where it started more, I think I had more interest in where it could go, but once I saw where it wasn't going and more what it was doing, I tended to get burned out really fast because it felt so much needed to happen to get to those points that kept hitting that every time it would hit those points, I'm like, I'm disappointed. And then I'd just be more disappointed. It like stopped halfway doing the work. I peaked at the at the twice and hawk stuff that was the peak of my enjoyment for this arc was when they finally did that thing that hawks did and i was like i felt like you could have done more with this you could have like had a better climax for this like mini character arc and like from there on i was like i feel like i'm missing the hype that this series is supposed to be providing me and then it slowly just went downhill from there for me yeah like i agree i feel like there's just so much stuff that if you were going to do it... I mean, partially is when like, Dobby got involved. I felt like his well, characters were, like, lacking and bland to begin with. Like, yeah, if you want if you want to talk about my archetype for, like, ace Itachi-type characters, Dobby is that same thing, but he's the least appealing. Like, I find no interest in him, except for, like, his one speech. But then again, the speech gets resolved in the same episode, I mean, chapter. And then I think his plan's stupid because... Once the details get explained, I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Why do you think this would have worked in the first place? Like, if you said this was only to torment Endeavor, I'd buy it, right? That makes sense. But you went for, like, to destroy hero society and the mindset for hero society. I'm like, yeah, no, that's so small scale. Like, I don't understand, like, how big brain you thought you were. Like, well, I no, just I don't see it. I think the plan's not halfway bad, but that's what I was... I like the short aspect of the plan. I don't like how much he thought what he was doing would affect everything let alone you know like the plot itself cut the momentum off for that too well it's just so much of the shit that's going on right now deserves like 
its own focus more time but it's all being like put into this like final moment yeah like, like so, think of like, it this way if best genus wasn't like shown in like the very was it the same or the next chapter that moment had an impact like if you were going to show society crumbling I, I might not have been a fan of how you started it, but if you had did it well, I'd have been fine with that, right? But the moment you do it, you're like, all right, here's Best Genius. Here's Mirio. Let's bring them all back. Let's let's make this the happy everyone's here moment. I'm like, what the heck are you doing? Like, yeah, it, there's no momentum now. There's all of that. The, the shit with Uraraka, the shit with Toga. Like, that storyline happens so quick, but it ends just as quick as it's it starts. Complete, and I'm like, it's why? It's a complete throwaway. But that the like foundations of that plot go back to the beginning of season three yeah all these things are set up and they're set up well but they're yeah. just like the payoff afterthought it's yeah. so it's such a bad payoff the payoff like, there is and no then, payoff there's and then let's away. get let's get to this current chapter that ending where shigaraki and and he's being controlled by sinking all for i i thought that was like the worst thing i could have read that put me in like the most sour mood for the series I was like, I want Shigaraki to be his own character for how long? Yeah, it's Palpatine. And you pull it's, that on it's me? Literally... I, I know Horikoshi is inspired by Star Wars, but don't do the worst thing possible and don't, make him... Don't be inspired by the new fucking trilogy, dude. That's like, like the worst listen, thing. I, I, I'm fine I making Shigaraki a redeemable character. Star Wars fucking tangent, bro. I'm fine with him being a redeemable character because like, his flashback kind of gives some hope to that. But when you do it all hammered into like Deku's just like, I saw him and I looked at him and I'm like, he needs help. And I'm like, nah, stop with the nonsense. He's killing everyone. He's destroying the city. You're not going to think that right now. It's not like he's being controlled enough for you to just be like, hey, he needs help right now and only I can help him. Like, that's it's not how you do that. That doesn't make sense. Your mindset is like so invalid right now. It just doesn't work. No, yeah. It's such a it's such a disappointment to read that. Like I generally just it's disappointed they, th- they threw away or he threw away all of fucking shigaraki's ki- like it's not like, thrown away but it feels about- it feels pointless like what was the point of doing it if you're just going to do this anyway it's wasted dude like it's not even shigaraki okay so first of all shigaraki coming back the way he did from whatever his like stasis sleep was i think was rushed in the first place right? i yeah i, I I thought that the whole thing like, should have I been, thought, but I thought I, having him be the character he was when he came out, I liked that. But then they just wasted that. Like they slowly yeah. started to waste it one by one chapter, and I was like, it oh, was like I, the, I, at this point, like I'm not a fan anymore. The release of fucking Shigaraki 2.0 was rushed, and then the transition to the fucking actual big bad mm. shits all over Shigaraki's character development. Like, I mean, I have to agree. You were the one who said you thought it was Russian. I was like, I, I like what they're doing, but they threw it away, man. I feel so... Bro, they fucking... Feel... And then Deku just gets a new... <laughs> yeah, he, he just... just randomly was like, I have the ability to sense. I, I knew they were going to do this. I was so worried that they were just going to be like, yeah, Deku's just going to randomly get powers. They did it anyways. I'm like, god dang it. I understand to a certain extent... I know why they're doing it, but at the same Black time, you Whip. haven't said anything. For the it. way, like, Black Whip manifested working like in conjunction with what's his name uh Anima. yeah like he had stimulus that could have that it was like plausible and like he tried shit. to use his power so if you're trying to use someone's power you're thinking that it would pull it out to some extent right that makes yeah. sense to a degree 
Granted, but, I still hate how it happened because then you had like that whole inner world and it's like, oh yeah, you know, if you want to use this power, just use it and things like that. And like execution was just, I was so sour on the execution. I thought, which would have been kind of just like stereotypical, I suppose, but I thought like, that if, they were going to introduce the other all for one powers kind of one for all. I, I'm going to say if, if Monoma unlocked all the powers in once and he couldn't control any of them and he almost died or something like that, like a stakes aspect to it, I would have been fine with whatever they went with if that was the case. That would have made a lot of sense. I and like you your actually, fucking story better. You'd understand what Deku has to go through now, right? That would make a lot of sense. It would work and then it would be like, oh, you activated more of my quirk and like you just go from there. That makes a lot of sense. That, yeah, that or would springboard would have, him into the next step where he's yes. like, there's this whole other aspect that I haven't unlocked so my, power. my power. Or you could have done it where the, the, the visages or vestiges of thinking one for all one for all, yeah. Slowly start to reveal themselves. One by one. Yeah, and that that's what I thought. Too. I thought that's... Nana and Shinomura would have made a lot of sense to be the first one to talk to him. Even, even if he didn't get her power first, at least her being like the, one of the first people you see or something. Dude, so now I guess it's a headcanon at this point because it'll never happen. I don't, I don't after, like going into the headcanon route, but I think those after, aspects yeah, could have improved. After it, you know? the Black Whip guy came to him, I thought they were all going to one by one come to him. And then before he was able to get complete control of like all of it, All Might was going to like actually die. And so then the onus would be on Deku to kind of try and, and bring about all it, of this together on his own. Mm -hmm. I don't think All Might needs to die at the end of the day. I feel like uh, a lot yeah. of people think that's unnecessary. A lot of people really expect that, right? At this point, it feels... It would but at this point, unnecessary I, as fuck. it's unnecessary to kill him. Like I don't, there's no reason to kill him at this point. No, I, I thought it was, I thought the fucking like there was, was opportunity. There, there was definitely opportunity beforehand to kill him multiple times. But like at this point, I feel like it's wasted. Like just kill him off. I don't care anymore. I, I he's there. He's not. Like it doesn't matter if All Might exists to me at this point. You know. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Like it would just feel weird for him to be in a situation where his life's on the line at this point kind of yeah i don't think there's any stakes to care about at this point you know yeah not within the show not with deku just spontaneously getting new powers like like things like okay the moment i knew like this arc like had reached that point where i'm like it's it's gonna be near impossible for me to care is like you have that chapter where it's like okay let's see who's fine and then people who went like straight like that chapter with um Gran Torino where everyone's like, Oh, he died. I'm like, I don't think he's dead. Yeah. When I got shown he wasn't dead, I got so mad. I'm like, at least pull one on me. At least tell me I'm wrong. Like don't And now, don't and now Genus and Mirio are back, so it just flushes those stakes down the toilet too. And it's like I it just like I don't have any anticipation for anything. Genus can have his entire chest cavity blown out through his fucking spine by the most powerful. I, I, I wouldn't in care the anymore world. at this point. And he walks away from it somehow. Listen, if if Jigen and then Mario gets like, his entire powers oh. taken from him, and then they're just like, "Oh, by the way, Aries from practicing, you didn't yeah. see because like fuck off, it's not important." Yeah, she she that. trained on like lizards and animals and stuff, and it was working perfectly fine. So we just tried it on him. I'm like, that's like, have you seen clinical tests for like a vaccine? Like, you, we're living through something like that right now. Like, that's not how you do yeah, that. Yeah, va vaccine they take like years. There's like clinical like, trials and like you know what would make more sense? Shit. 
taking like reverting someone back to a state of quirklessness that makes more sense than just reverting someone back to a state of having a quirk yo isn't there anyone out there experimentally who would be like hey can you maybe get rid of my quirk yeah like i feel like that type of discrimination that exists in the subplot of the series something like that would make sense and be like i'll be your test subject or something like that you know yeah like some dude with fucking a lizard face like what's your quirk like lizard face I don't have lizard powers. I just have the tongue and teeth and shit. Spinner? Uh, League of Uh, Villains guy. Yeah, Spinner does suck, actually. I thought he was going to get an arc and a half, and nothing has happened with him. No, it's like, hey, what's your shtick? And you're like, I'm a lizard. And you're like, that's it? Every time you you see him, he's he's like, oh, we're about to get something. It's just like, yeah, no. I'm like, why? Why why bother? I thought what they did with or what he did with Twice was all right, like actually pretty cool. Twice I, had good characterization. Yeah, and then um, I, you know, and Toga, Toga had good character. She had great characterization. They didn't stick the fucking landing, dude. I feel like Toga's characterization's being wasted. Where it's just like I feel like they're just not doing enough with it. I don't think it's as I, I feel like it could be. It, it might go to the way I don't want it to. I'm gonna try to be optimistic because I just naturally try to be optimistic about these things. So I don't harp on my hero as much as I could possibly harp on it. Like there's way more bad things I could say, but I'm like reserving things that I haven't fully decided on my opinion yet. So I just choose not to say them, you know? Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. That's, mm. I know people really love this mm. series, but like yeah, I do not thing. buy hype for the sake of hype. It just, it doesn't work on me. I just can't like, just because something is cool, like, that's how I'm going to transition to Chainsaw Man. I think Chainsaw Man's story and characters like pretty trash. I like there's a handful of characters. I could probably count the number of characters I like like a decent amount on one hand, on an okay amount on two hands. And the thing is, I dislike a lot of the main the two two the two main folk characters, Power and uh Sink and Denshi, I think are just annoying. I just don't like them. I don't like seeing them on my screen or my page. Like, I just don't like them being around. I think they're dumb characters. They're idiots half the time. And if that's their character, that's fine. I've followed dumb characters that I've enjoyed. But, like, they just seem idiots. Like, they just seem like that's all they are and ever would be. Like, the most I've cared about Denji was the last chapter of the first arc, I guess, is what it's being called. The first part of the series is the most I cared about him. Was I'm like, he seems like he might actually have character. Like, he might be mature. In this next part, but that happens in the very last chapter, and I'm like, I'm not reading a whole series to like just be like, okay, at the end of it, now I think the character might have some qualities that might be good down the line. No, if I'm reading it, I don't like him the whole time. That's like trash, and like the series feels like it's built up on hype. I think a lot of the plot is really average, and it just happens really quick. But it also a lot of it doesn't make any sense because there's nothing just set up. It just is like. Here's what's happening, and I'll buy that for the sake of it's happening because it's happening. That's how some stories are, and that's how some plots are set up. But then if that's all you keep doing, that doesn't make sense. Like, you need you need some depth to your storytelling. Don't make it, like, pseudo-depth that everyone Dude, keeps saying the series has. You know, you know what is, like, a big-ass multi-work series that I think has the exact same issue what? is the Fate series. I mean, I, most Fate fans, they have their hits or misses with that. I Bro. think that's just normal. I mean, the, yeah, the, it's the same as Sword like, Art. The, like the biggest one the, is um, some of the ones Zero. 
Zero, the um Fate Unlimited, the The Heavensfield movies, UBW, those are the big ones. Yeah, but like those are wildly convoluted plots. They are I mean, sometimes okay. really Partially, fucking disjointed. I'm gonna say this now. It's based on a visual novel, right? And visual novels have multiple storylines. This is why fate exists. No, I know, but Stein's Gate's a visual novel too, and they yes. fucking that's I, one of my favorite shows of all time. The thing about the it fate is like series, they, I they think cut out wildly, so much. I mean, they can cut out whatever they want. I think the series is overrated, but people will literally die on the hill because Saber fighting Lancer, like Oh it yeah, looks I mean, fucking amazing. Listen, I, I will Ufotable, not... I, I'm, I think, I'm pretty sure it was Ufotable that did Fate in a twice. Yeah, certain, and they spent like, Ufotable, Shaft, all the money. They have money. That's like what Ufotable was big for before sinking Demon Slayer, right? You yeah, know? but dude, it's just that's like the whole caveman thing where it's like the plot's very fast paced. There's lots of action. I think shit's disjointed, convoluted, and I, I do hear that the, sometimes. the second season or the second half of whatever Fate Zero is better than the first half. I've had a friend tell me that it's like if I was watching the first half, I would have dropped it. So I'm like, but like he's one of the few people I'm like, yeah, you have opinions I agree with ninety percent of the time. So if that's what you think, I'd probably yeah. be the same thing when I get there. There's I don't know. It's that is a show you're not watching because fucking Rintoski is like a super well developed character. Thighs. Thighs. She's the thigh queen, and I respect that. Like, that's an entirely separate side hustle. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know? Yeah. Like, she's not. You sit and look at, like, if you've watched Marine Ford and you've seen, like, Robin want to live. Then, like, watching some chick throw, like, magic crystals at a fucking spear or whatever, champion. And then she's getting I, held hostage and fucking what's-her-name's bondaged up, dressed like a bride. And then, like, yeah. you got, like, a kinky whatever BDSM spirit that summon, is summoned by a gimp. And then Achilles is fighting what's-his-name on a blimp. And you're like, oh, Achilles is fighting his master. That's hard as fuck. And you're like... I like to stop and ask someone. I'm like, you know what's going on plot-wise? Like, are you t- <laughs> the answer is probably no. I mean, I, like, I know I know people who do know what's going on. So that's the thing. Like, I, I, I know, but I like, talk to these people regularly. So it's like one thing versus like people who just watch it for the fact that it's like boom, pretty. You know. I think that is a large segment of that. I mean, that's a large base. segment of. Every fan base. It's, it's the like same as like you can't escape. Same as Dragon Ball. Like there are Oh, overrated it's... anime? Dragon Ball? Let's get to no, it. No, I'm not Dragon saying it's overrated. I'm just saying there's fans Bro, of that that can go people... like no no, deep. no. I I'm telling you, Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball Super, hella overrated. Dragon Ball day. Super is overrated as fuck. Ultra Instinct. Okay, listen, is stupid. if anyone I'll if anyone says Dragon kill. Ball Super is good and like regardless, I'm like trash take already you know you know what i you know what would have saved ultra instinct for me is if vegeta had its counter form which was like oh no i wouldn't have cared i barely like, care about it as is you know how ultra instinct can kind of like he dodges it's like mindless it's like mindless defense it's like yeah, perfectly if, honed if defense vegeta, if vegeta had, like had perfectly, perfectly honed offense honed. so yeah he was basically leading you like he knew he like you're dodging and his fists already there 
Yeah. And so then to see him and Goku, like... I mean, if you read it... I would be, I'd be like, that'd bro. be hard as fuck. Give Vegeta something, please. Talk about reading it, man. Every <laughs> time you think Vegeta's about to get something, it's like, oh, Can bro. Can Vegeta have anything? Line. No, please. he got training on Planet Yadra, where Goku learned uh, instant transmission, and he learned mm. so much stuff. And he was hammering it in on Moro, because that's the current arc. And he gets wrecked out of nowhere. It's like can't get nothing for this guy. Talk about plot devices like Itachi. Vegeta is a fucking plot device. Bro, he gets plot deviced. Yeah, he literally is just the epitome of like th- to cool. show someone's power scale. Yeah. Now, the thing is, Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball Super, the only reason I brought them up was because I've straight up said it. I've seen people say, I like this series because I'm nostalgic for it. Yeah, I think it's. I think that's such a nonsensical excuse to say. I've like, seen people who say they watch it for listen, the fights. If you say you just, like it for yeah. that reason, that's different than you saying it's a good series. If you tell me it's a good series mm-hmm. and you say it's because of nostalgia, that's contradictory. That's not what makes a series good. That just means you like it and you're preferential to it. Dragon Ball Z starts good, and it just slowly gets worse, and then you get to the Buu yeah. saga. Which is just the Boo Saga. The Boo Saga is not that good. There's a lot of parts of the Cell Saga that are really bad. I'd really like Cell as a villain, but like how you end off that saga is kind of trash. Frieza yeah. Saga is like most consistently, I'd say, the best one, even though it's a very long saga and it's like really drawn out. It, it's just a lot of character moments and a lot of development for characters, and it's done fairly well, especially considering like Dragon Ball standards. It's not like only OG Dragon Ball where I'm like genuinely would defend it. And Super takes everything that you thought you disliked about Dragon Ball Z and it makes them worse. Mm. Yeah, Super, uh, I don't know. Like what you were saying with nostalgia, it's like a, definitely a hell of a drug. It definitely is, man. And like... I don't know, like, if you watch Endgame as an example, not anime-related. Uh-huh. I mean... It's not a good talk movie. About. Like, subject... If you're gonna, like... Now, the but, only reason no, I'm gonna no, no, hold up, Endgame... Hold up. Time I'm out. going to say this real quick. Time out. It's because not, it's, it's set no, up from no, other time movies. Out. Shut That's up. All. I'm not bashing Endgame. Because okay. I loved Endgame. It oh, are you talking about as an individual movie? Like, yeah, standalone? Like, it, I'd say the same thing as Marine Ford. Like, you don't get Marine Ford without the parts, everything that happens before. The parts of Endgame as a movie. Yeah, some of it's fan great. service. Yeah. It's not that great. Everything is started by a fucking rat in a van. If you're going to sit and tell me that movie is like a great film, you're dumb. You're a dumb person. If that, if, but like, do I love that movie? And did I see it four times in the theaters because it was a fucking, like, dopamine rush? Yeah, like, On Your Left was for the fans. That's pure fan service. On Your Left. And it literally, like, get, makes I mean, my ghiblies tingle when I think about it. That, the only is thing is... Good? Like, can it be your favorite I, movie? Yes. Is it a good movie? Not really. I, I, I agree and disagree because, like, at the end of the day, like, Marine Ford, I think, is a really good arc on its own without something. I think Endgame... It's not as good as a standalone as Infinity War is. Like, you can have Infinity War by itself. I think that's a better move. But, like, because everything else exists before, 
I think you can qualify it as a good movie because it takes all those plot threads and plot lines and it molds them in a cohesive way that works, you know? How certain things are started is more subjective where it's like, you know, sometimes that's plot what I'm has to happen you, for the sake of plot. If you but that's like something normal down, to like, storytelling. It's like, why is Thanos the villain? It's just because he decided one day that I'm just be like taking over, you know, the galaxy or just like, I have a dream. Kill everyone, you know? Like, I know, it just but happens like, for the sake of it. There's just like... I don't know. I'm it not seems trying to more like, conv- It seems way more convenient than some other things that happen, though. It's just, you know how, like, Dark Knight is a superhero movie, but it's, like... Listen. Kind of, like... I, I have to say... It's, like, just, bigger just than... Just to a, point this out there. Man of Steel, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, Dark Knight Returns, all, all, all the gist of it. I have fallen asleep during all those movies for some weird, phenomenal... Like, it's, it's a phenomenon in itself... That I never have made it past the halfway point of any of those movies. Well, that's I've just watched on, them and I just passed out. That's just a personal thing because I, I know you finished Captain Marvel, so like, hey, because we we both straight. talked about it being a good movie. So I, I yeah, I, I thought it was. I'm I just still saying think it's a good movie. I think, I think that's a more well put together movie. Than any it's hella underrated. I agree. I agree. Like if I could watch a movie like, by itself, I'd watch Captain Marvel. <laughs> I know that's like. like People are going to be like, oh, your opinions are trash after that. I can explain every reason why I could back up the movie. Well, yeah. So I, I know I can stand my ground. There's like a solid – you know what the thing is? The middle of Endgame is – there's like significant lull to it. Like there's an insane amount of exposition, and it just like kind of slogs, you know? Yeah, I, I feel you. Like, you have to get to that point where it's like, oh, we have to time travel and do all that stuff. And we have to, like, yeah. reach those just, stops. And then you get to the end, like, there's just fucking weird little plot holes, like, with Cap, where you're just, like... I mean, old. to be fair, I, there's certain things that I didn't find to be plot holes that I know people say is plot... Like, a plot hole is something that genuinely affects, like, what the plot should have been. I feel like that's more, like, personal discrepancies in certain parts. Well, here's a thing. How did he just, like, go back in time? Wouldn't there be another Chris Ro- or, like, Steve Rogers when he, like, time travels? Or did they send him back after he fucking died? And then she Wait has to, like... Well, that's a different hold timeline. On, the way they on, explain it on. is based on the way they explain time itself. Are we talking Which about is, manga? like, full of, like, plot-driven conveniences to like help yes it, it, it's it's made to make this work in its own yeah, which is all i'm story. saying that when you like, have but like there's no a, concept there's no concept a, of well, time travel together, so it doesn't matter it's not like a super i thought it was fucking sick seeing cap with the hammer was fucking Bro, sick. man i almost teared up man i felt that i felt like my face i, I felt like when I'm, like, when I'm about to be sad, I feel that. The fucking Not Iron sad, Man, the Iron Man snap at the end, like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, don't worry. Our opinions already been validated. We said we like Captain Marvel. We can back it up. And I know I can, like, destroy someone's argument. So at the end of the day, I'm fine. It's like, well, Captain Marvel is not a fucking... I even a bad movie. Knock it out of the park. It's not like I... I mean, I'm just saying, like... It's not the best solo movie, but it's one of my favorite solo There was movies. another movie that came out, like, right near that that we were, like, comparing it to. 
and I forget what it was, but I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. But yeah, it's I just like, I just know it got a lot of flack for things that people thought like that's a disservice to the character or that's a disservice to the plot or like people were like, why, why is she like this? Out, yeah, like about Carol Danvers. And some people were like, oh, the actor and the character. I'm like, I'm like, dude, Brie Larson was basically. I'm not going to go off on that tangent. She was like playing two versions of herself. She played two characters in the movie. Like, yeah, and that scene with Maria Rambeau and her daughter talking to the scroll in the yard. That's one of the best. Maria was like one of the best parts of that movie. Yeah, people can fuck off. I'm going to go into that. Like her conversation with Carol, and it's like, listen, you don't remember what I had to go through. And it hurts me. Dude, that's just the shit. Like, I don't uh, know. People, I care more about execution, and I think it was executed pretty well. So, the, at the end of the day, I could back up what I talk. So. Yeah, but like, that's the thing is people will get lost, and they'll like, like, people are probably going to get pissed if you say end games, if you talk poorly of it. Because I mean, there's listen, like there's, there's, there's things to that, call out, you know. Well, no, there's just that knee-jerk reaction where they think that like you're talking shit just because you're saying something I mean, negative. Listen, we we it's both like, hear one or two bad things about like One Piece or Hunter Hunter, and like the media reaction is like, bro, is this man trash talking? Like, yeah, because that's that's just like the way it be. But like, it's just one of those things where you're like, bro, you're gonna really get down to brass tacks. End game is not like. The most polished, well put together movie. Of Listen, all not all the movies can be thinking. Winter Is it Soldier. carried by the nostalgia and the love of whatever thirty movies before it? Like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, made... I'm, I'm definitely gonna agree that there's moments you don't that make I from the comic books. Billion because you're a, like a hella good standalone movie. Yeah. Unless you're the fucking Avatar, and that's James Cameron. Which isn't like a whole even that good of a movie. Yeah, I'm going to stand by that. Like, I think the movie's pretty It's boring. literally just Pocahontas with blue people. And Pocahontas is just fucking runs with wolves. But yeah, like, the thing, the thing about Endgame is, like, there's moments as being a comic book fan that I was waiting for. So, like, me saying I like those moments more because there's just something I waited for. Yeah, hell yeah, I'll say that. So exactly. I don't think, like, yeah. objectively it's better because of those moments. <laughs> it's just something I really wanted to see. That's what people will be like, it's the best movie ever because of fuck it. And you're just like, Bro, no, I mean, dude. Cap, Cap and Thor's Hammer, it was set up narratively, so I'm fine with that. It was done. But just seeing it was, like, hype just because how long I was like, it's going to yeah. happen. You know? I mean, you know, whatever. I think Anyways. people get swept up in the hype in the nostalgia drug speaking of getting a little swept up too in the hype, hard without the nostalgia we got demon slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba. one of those series that like if you were reading it this is an average series that manages to find a way to get worse if you're watching it it's a good series that will probably stay good i guess like anime wise i, I i'm pretty confident that it's not like your argument for fate zero is probably going to carry over into like Demon Slayer, where it's like people aren't gonna call it bad, even though it's bad. Like I, I don't, I've, I hear no, Fate yeah. is good, so I don't think it's like a bad series. But like in this case, yes, the series does get bad. I will stand by this. You can kill me over this. That's fine because I will be right at the end of the day. I know opinions are subjective, but when you talk about bad narrative storytelling, first thing that comes to mind is how disappointed I was with Demon Slayer. I, I when I watched it. 
and I used to review this things weekly in our Discord group, right? So you could see my opinions on it. We used to talk about it every week and be like, yeah, this episode's good. Most of the time I was like, these episodes are at least eight out of tens type thing. So I genuinely enjoyed the series. If I read that same stuff that I watched, it'd have been like average the whole time, right? And then yeah. you get to that point where it's after Infinity Train. Because I think the ending of the Infinity Train arc sucks with the last episode or chapter or two where they get into that thing where Rengoku and that one demon and they end off that conflict and how they do it. I think that was trash. Then you get the plot points like, oh, what happens with Nezuko and her whole thing? And then what happens with these upper moon demons and their whole thing? And I think she progressively finds a way to become more disappointing and just more trash. Like, I don't like, I don't have, once you start dampering my expectations, I adjust them so that I can be as optimistic as possible at the end of the day. If you manage to, like, destroy my expectations that constantly lower for scale, I can't, I can't show sympathy or mercy or anything. Like, I genuinely can't call you a good series if you manage to, like, take it. I love the characters. That's the one thing I love. 99 90, 95, 99% of the characters. There's some characters I just don't like, and there's no, like, they're just characters that I don't like for the reason I don't like other characters. But most of the characters I think are fantastic. You know, like a lot of, half of the upper new moons. But when it comes to the plot for the series, I can't tell you how disappointed I was the further and further it got. Like, I, I, every chapter I'd be like, this can't get worse. And like somehow I was just more disappointed and I just, it was such a bad experience. Like, I don't know why you would do such a thing for a story. Dude, I guess pro there's probably external factors. Love, but I don't, I don't understand the. Listen, you haven't read it. So it's like a different opinion at the end of the day. Justin's read it. No, I've so seen Justin, it and I don't get the fucking. Like, you know, like, people like the anime. I think the anime has justifiable life behind it. Like a 10 out of 10, no, 9 out of 10, no, but like seven or eight like it's it's above average no yeah that's the thing is but it's not perfect i'm not gonna call it perfect. it's overrated the assumption is that you don't like it which is not the case like i thought demon slayer was tight as fuck and it is super fun to watch but yeah like what you're saying is like is the like plot and shit and is it I mean, if you're going executed. off the plot, the anime and everything, it, the plot's still average, like, end of day. Yeah, so that's but, like, the whole... The anime gives a different experience, so, if, like, you have reasons not to be, like, it's an well, average series. The anime kind of just is an experience, it where is. it's, like, you're not... Some people might be there for the plot, I suppose, but it's not, like... I don't know. It's not... It doesn't move as effectively and efficiently as other shit does and honestly just some of the fucking I don't know like they ended the biggest fight of the season with a deus ex machina with some with another Hashira coming to save the day I mean I thought that made sense but just the fake out alone I thought was pointless you know it makes sense because like yeah there were like hundreds of fucking demon slayers on that hillside getting their cookies tossed yeah or whatever the fuck so like they knew that that was a hot spot they knew demon like all the shit yeah him showing it was all expected. not that weird but just the fact that like it's that whole you just got saved thing yeah 
that is a plot device and it's i mean isn't that like every other episode it was like oh yeah. you're about to be saved oh you're being saved by something else and it, it just was kept just, doing it until he was saved yeah like i didn't i mean I and know. to be fair there's still moments i really like from it like I, even though i think that's like a moment of like this course i do like how they did it in the show there's just I so much stuff it, that like pulls. i think it deserves hype behind itself but i don't think like I don't think what? it holds as much water Listen, on a second watch through. I know for a fact it's not going to get agreed upon, but the last episode of Jujutsu Kaisen, how it was done in the anime, I was so shocked on how good it was. Like, if I watched this and Demon Slayer at the same time, and people talked about Demon Slayer over this, I would have gotten genuinely upset, because the way they did this last episode of Jujutsu, I was like, this is... Like, I liked reading this, but, like, it was so good watching it, I was shocked on, like, it wasn't as emotion emotional until you got aspects of the soundtrack and stuff, but just watching it and like the fight and the dialogue behind it, it was done so well. I'm like, yeah, if I had watched Demon Slayer this at the same time, like my opinions would have been way different. Like I'd have been like, yeah, Demon Slayer was like good, but like, how did you, did you see this type thing? Like one of those few times I'd be like, yeah, an episode's a ten out of ten, because even with Demon Slayer, like that moment is only like five minutes of the episode, right? It's only a piece, and the rest of the episode. I, ne- I didn't necessarily care about for that episode in Demon Slayer, episode 19, you know? Yeah, that uh, episode 19, like I was saying earlier, there's just... Like it gets uplifted by that final part. Which is all visual mm-hmm. and audio trickery because yep. if you step back to this shit, he gets saved by a Hashira out of fucking nowhere. Nezuko develops powers out of nowhere, and he uses his dad's fucking. Well, he doesn't get saved in that episode. He gets saved nowhere. in the next episode, but he develops the power in that. Yeah, episode. but they literally both. It's like here's an ass pull. Here's an ass pull. Yeah, it's, they, it's like, just to keep him alive longer. You know, and it's like oh, here. By the way, here's a third ass pull. Yeah, and it's just like, and I'm gonna say it. Because it was fucking cute at first and it was endearing. Giving every single goddamn demon a tragic backstory. See, I, I didn't find it like I'm, is I'm unnecessary. Now. I didn't find it endearing, and then when you're reading it, it becomes pointless. That's what for one the thing. first time is like, oh, look at uh, Tanjiro's not like another house. Well, it's not like they like there's times they do it later that I still think work, but like. Every de- almost every demon had to be endearing. I'm like at that point, you're like you're oversaturating. But also the that's fact exa- is, that is exactly the doing it. Word. Doing it in the first place was like you could have saved this for like a better moment. You know, the one like, there's there's the times it really one, works. The spider chicks is undercut by all the other shit from the yes. earlier. The sisters Hers is good. That would have been it's a, good. Would have been the, a, when he cuts her really? head off. Yeah. Oh, the mother. The mother and the sister, I think, are fine. Rui himself, I don't care about his. Like, no. I just don't. I mean, I love. I thought it was super interesting, and I thought like um that like the, the, giving him that. Loose. Another one I'm like I like a fair amount is the one. Uh, it's a uh, the drum demon. I forgot what it's called. But, oh yeah. Yeah, like how he got there. I was like, I like how you showed how he got that point. Like. I feel like you're trying too much to make it endearing, but at the same time, it makes sense to like how he boiled down to like just going for this path, you know? Well, yeah, it's those him and the spider kid. Uh, mm-hmm. It both kind of gave a little insight into Muzin as well yeah. as 
giving Ben a little backstory. Get an idea of what he is and yeah. what he's doing. Yeah. So like it kind of was like doing two things at once, which was like effective, but because And is, like if you read it, it <laughs> if you read it, it's a waste, like, but you know, yeah. it's there. It's like ubiquitous for all demons, so then it kind of is just like a thing you shrug at after a certain yeah. point. Now, like, Justin, I want to know if you had any other opinions on uh, Demon Slayer, because you also read it. Like, your thoughts on if it's overrated, if you think Demon Slayer is worth the hype. I don't even think he's listening to us. Listen, if Mr. Popo doesn't want to listen, that's fine. <laughs> I, was, I was just trying to get him in a conversation, you know, looking out for my guy. But, you know, it is what it is. Literally shows up an hour late and then puts us on mute. Just a total. <laughs> Just to listen to music. Mm. Uh, you love to see it. But that's fine. All right. I have two more series I do want to mention. And <laughs> these, these, these are like grenades. Death Note, my first one. Like, if you combine it as one whole series, it's I'm saying it's it's not average, like a five out of ten average. It's like. It's not the ten. It's like people say it's like it is. it's like the good average. Like seven out of ten is good average. Right? I was gonna say it's like an eight, yeah, because like it's fantastic. Like it has it a shit it has up. a nine out of ten, ten out of ten start, and then it has like a five out of ten, four out of ten end. Yeah, you know? it sh- like, absolutely shits the bed. And I understand what it's on doing. Some of the worst. I understand what it's doing. I just don't like the execution. I feel like it's like so everywhere. And nowhere at the same time. No, that is a show that, like, a lot of people love the fuck out of it. But that's also, like, a unanimous Listen, if you talk like, about if you talk about this to people, there's people who straight up say, I forget, I like, I, I don't count the last part. That's they what I was going to say. They literally will just be like, the show stops after L. Episode, episode 25, I think, is when L, like, dies. I think that's yeah, how, it's like, that's when, that's when the show, and I'm in that camp, too. I, like... I'm like, it, you know, the show so, still exists. Yeah, I can so tell you if that was separate. Mm-hmm. It, like, the, the same with Game of Thrones. Like, <laughs> I could do an entire personal episode going for, like, four hours on why season eight's terrible. I mean, from, like, there's a lot of people. Can. From, like, dropped plot points. And, and, like, and we talked about this. And, like, we talked about this weekly. We were, we were optimistic for so long. But, but once dude, episode three came, The Long Night, I think we all died on the inside. No, man. dude, I was fucking... I thought season, season seven sucked, too. Because I think season eight, the best episode is the second episode, where it's all just pre-war stuff, and it's just conversations. It's like character moments. This is my favorite episode of season. It's the only episode uh, I think is good. You mean when Brienne fucks Jamie, and then Jamie... Undoes seven seasons. Okay, that happens. That happens. The episode after that, that happens later, but the episode itself was fine. There was all uh, those character moments. They were talking, chilling, drinking, all that. Chill yeah, stuff. it was like a nice deep breath. Before like this is what I expected out of the but series, then but not no. a single main character dies during the long night, and Jon Snow's fight with the Night King gets dropped, and Arya forgets yeah. about her list to then go kill the Night King with a Valyrian steel dagger. That was. But let's 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 get back on the point. Death but you notice right? how all that sucked ass, and it then it, it wasn't even good. Now, like, it, it, you went for the now you go back to watch the first season, and it's Sully's. It's a different experience when you're watching Daenerys by the Unsullied, and her dragon catches the slave trader on fire, and then her dragon's flying around the city. Yeah. 
Like, you know where the story speaking, goes at that point. Yeah, and she's speaking Valyrian, and you're like, this is so fucking hard. You're going to watch that and be like, oh, she loses all her shit and goes completely against her morals. And, like, that's the, that's the thing with that's the thing with Death Note. I think it has that same effect where it's like, yeah. because I, you know what happens. I can't like, rewatch it. I already know my opinions on it. So, like, if you ask me, I can tell you my opinions on, on certain parts and aspects of it. That's not going to change. But if I rewatch it, I'm just not going to have that, like, first-time experience where I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, that was enjoyable. Because I know where that arc goes. I know the story behind it. And, like, once you get that execution, it's like, yeah, I'm going to get burned out at the same parts. It's just going to happen. Like, the, the experience is not yeah. going to change. I'm going to go through that same woes of it all. Like, I'll be like, oh, I like this part. And I'll be like, I remember liking this part. But then when I get to those other parts, it's going to be like, it, was, it just wasn't the same. Yeah, it's, Next pretty, it's like bittersweet because you're just going to be watching it knowing that the second L's off the screen, your enjoyment is gone. And so you're just watching it trying to like yeah, basically savor what little bit you can. Mm-hmm. Alright, my you're... next one is going to be <laughs> it's going to be uh, JoJo's. Oh, what? Uh, it's always that line, line of mine. I can't fucking talk this too is, much this about this it. Is only to say it. it's overrated because of the fandom. Like, I genuinely don't like... There's aspects of the fandom who agree at certain parts is are the reasons they like them. I'm fine with that part of the fandom, but then there's those people who genuinely would be like this. Every part of the story is like 10 out of 10 storytelling, right? Yeah. I think a lot of the story drags on. Like, a lot of it is really long and stale. It's like my thing with Hunter x Hunter, but worse at times. Like, JoJo's Part 3, I like Dio as a character. I don't necessarily think he's the best villain, but as a character, he has so much personality and charisma. I enjoy him being a villain, right? The plot behind it, kind of whack. The plot behind Season 3 itself, there's a lot of moments that I'm like, it kind of sucks. But, like, it, there's also parts that are, like, really good cathartic moments that's like, yeah, I wanted that out of this episode type thing. Like Jojo versus Darby or Jojo versus Steely Dan, where it's like the whole episode, he's being abused by Steely Dan. He's making him, he's threatening his like, his uh, Joseph, right? And uh, his friends the whole time. It's like, yeah, I'm going to threaten to kill him the whole time. So I'll just make you my like lap dog and do whatever. And I'm going to have you get like beat up, tossed around. And the moment like they stop him, he goes AWOL on him, beats him up. You get like stinking the aura aura of a century it's cathartic it feels nice but then you also have those episodes like the whole first half i think is 90 percent like just boring something to get through it's enjoyable because characters and stuff like i enjoy it for reasons i enjoy series but like if i'm going on an objective way of analyzing it it's not really worth my time like you're just getting to know characters but like i don't think the character development's outstanding by any means like i feel like the characters are more or less the same most of the time so it doesn't change much jojo first of all, misses the boat for me. But, well, two things. First, the distinction, again, that saying it's overrated doesn't mean you hate the show. I mean, I say a lot of things are overrated, but I still, yeah. like, I still enjoy aspects of Naruto. Yeah, like, I know, like you, Shippuden, you, I know you like uh, JoJo, but I also know that, like, the shit you're saying's a thing. Yes, I'm saying this to take myself away from the parts I like about the series, to talk about the parts that yeah. people will praise undeservingly. You know? But yeah, that uh, that fan base is 
very much uh Listen, i don't know if the they, reason I why i brought the right word but like it's, they, it's there's parts of the fan base that are ge- genuinely toxic but there's also parts that know they like the series for like the vibe it has the memes like the the yeah. camaraderie you get it's got That's like a, I, it's got a very unique energy in the story yes. the development of like i guess the story as a whole you can't like really I, I haven't read part seven i know part seven part. is highly rated and i think like people i know have highly rated so i'm like part seven is probably like worth its stuff in gold you know type thing like it talks its talk so once i get there i'll get there but like in terms of like parts one through five like part four highly praised i think part one of part four before kira gets introduced is fairly boring not worth my time like if i if i watch this based on like how other people are willing to skip things to like get to parts they like i would have skipped like a lot of jojos to watch just certain parts because i just don't care about a lot of it but there's also parts like part five and part two are like the most consistently enjoyable part four there's in and outs to it but kira is a great villain so there's enjoyability to it but the plot behind kira i also think is like just overdone because a lot of the plots for any villain in jojos tend to be overdone it's like oh we could have ended this right here but let's just unnecessarily make it longer and like if you're a fan of the series that is enjoyable because you get more moments it's more like for comedic yeah that's like aspect combined part of the energy but of the show it kind of from seems like. a storytelling aspect i think that's also dumb you know like i don't like there's parts of one piece that like yeah you could have ended this plot line right here but because you're writing a story in order to make it more like tangible and felt you have to like go the length to like extend what you're working with yeah that's why i think certain parts think of it work jojo does that to an extent because it's broken up into parts yeah i think yeah. some parts work and some parts don't that's the only thing i have to really say I about just, that aspect it's, of it. it's like super niche and not only like the way it is present, like the art style and the, all that mm-hmm. shit but even the like uh i guess pacing is its own yeah. little like unique variant on shit yeah like people all there's like a thing where people will say a show is like an anti-shonen where like it's shonen mm-hmm. that like people have said that about i like, mean the thing is shit jojo's is like, like more adult sometimes but also yeah. it has a lot of shonen tropes so i'm not going to say treat it any differently than i would have shown it but yeah like, it's it isn't like other shonen but it still is a sh- it like obviously still is but it beats to its own drum and if you don't like it it's not gonna fucking you know it's like well fuck you then yeah it's it's not gonna like bend to try and like you know like bring in a new audience the way like fucking i mean it's the same thing i do with gintama like i don't think like the fact that so many people like it that's one thing but i don't think it's like one of those things that should be as universally praised because like you you have to be in the niche to like it as much as you do type thing like i feel like there's aspects that can be pulled out i think gintama's a better all overall series i think i've consistently enjoyed it and it's like better done from a narrative standpoint but I also really like JoJo's, but I also know that there's points to it that I'm like, yeah, I know you like it, but it's, like, not as good. Like, part two is my favorite part, but I, I think it's my favorite part because it's the most concise. It's only, like, 16, 12 to 16 episodes or something in that range. And, like, it's consistently the plot's moving, the characters are moving, you have, like, their arcs, their developments, all of it's happening, and it doesn't feel like it's overextended. 
parts three through five are 48 episodes, 39 and 39. And I feel like each of those parts have so much that you could just take out and it'd be the same experience I have even without, you know? Yeah. Well, the Jojo is, I feel like one thing that's cool about, or I guess you can't really like compare it to a lot of shows like Full Metal Brotherhood isn't a one-to-one comparison of My Hero, yeah. but they still are You can similar. compare them. Yeah, they're still they similar have those in their roots. shonen archetypes that you can, like, you could compare Hunter Hunter to them, you could compare fucking uh, Black Clover to them, you could compare Naruto. The yeah. second you start comparing JoJo to those shows, the conversation gets way more difficult because there's so much like fucking charisma that Jojo has that like it's so shameless about and it's like in mm-hmm. your face. And like so, liking like, Jojo's you have like reasons that you just wouldn't use for other series. Yes, like you can literally like people will die on the hill of Jojo's because of the art style. They're like this is the best series because the art style and you're like so you just really fuck with art style and they're like yeah, that's my thing. Like that same person might really love Devilman Crybaby because that's like a super unique art style. The yeah. animation's fluid and like really unique. And they might really, that just might be their thing where they might be like encapsulated. I don't necessarily agree. Like if they were going to say it's the best show, I'd smile and say like, like as long I as you state your reason it. and defend it in the way that works, I'm fine listening. Yeah, like if you have a reason, but if you say it's the best because of the art, I'm like, then you're not. Your argument's different than mine. You know? Yeah, it's like when you argue with a girl and she's like, "Well, I feel," and it's like, "Okay, so this conversation's not about Bro, anything other than out feelings. the door. It's all about facts and logics out here." Yeah, like you got to get Ben Shapiro big brain and be like, "What do you like?" What, why is this show better than this show? And they're like, the art style, bro, fuck off, it's Jojo. Like, that's the yeah. other conversation. You can't, you're like, all right, I f- like, fuck, okay. I, I guess you're right. Like, I guess, I guess that's your thing. Like, I'm not going to agree with you. I won't fight you. Because Jojo people are in their own little fucking niche of the anime community. And it's I mean, not- listen, if we had an episode where I could talk good about JoJo, I mean, I could talk good about JoJo, but at the same time, I think at least for certain parts of the anime, is overrated. Like, I could say that about One Piece. I'll agree. Like, if you if you want to say the One Piece anime is overrated, that's fine if you watched it because I just don't think it's as enjoyable as the manga. But for me, I found it super enjoyable because it's like the only series that made me cry, and I hold that to like such a high degree because it's like near impossible for me to actually care enough. I can feel emotional for anything because it's all about how it's executed, right? That's easy for me to be like, oh, I'm feeling the emotion the author wants me to feel. But if you Bro, just make crying. me break, if I break character, like my own, like I just try not to cry. So if I break, like if you break me to that extent, like you've done God's work on me, like you just did the impossible. I have a thing that's like, like the only time. If I'm not super baked, then I like literally like I wouldn't cry. I don't cry at funerals because I'm not allowed to be like piss high because I'm like there's family and shit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, sounds I like I, like the thing is I don't no, cry wait, when that sounds nah. fucked up. But, I, I like, don't cry when people die either. So I no no no. But I was fucking. I was like super baked the other day watching Pokemon Journey, 
And literally, <laughs> this is Pikachu gets hurt. And then Ash is like, he's like, he's no, he's like, are you okay, buddy? And Pikachu like gets tough and is like, you know, like he's still gonna fight. Yeah, I started crying. I was like, (laughs) it was like a combination of the like nostalgia, like, because I've been a fucking fan since I was four. Yeah, yeah. and I've seen every movie and I've watched like just all that shit. But then the other half of me was like, we are living in a world where the government has locked us in our houses indefinitely. Meanwhile, yeah. Ash is on an adventure with his He, best he has friend. a journey. He's free. He's living it's, it up. He's free with Pokemon. Like, there's always those debates where it's like, would you rather be a Jedi or a wizard? Or would you rather be this or... If Bro, I, I could be... get Ishikai into any fucking world by choice, it's Pokemon. Not even... I mean, Pokemon is, for fucking is a safer people. bet. I prefer to be in the digital world, but at the same time, I don't want to die. So if like I was going like the smarter choice, Pokemon makes way more sense. I think there's but just Pokemon you know anime how, world, you not know Pokemon. We, oh yeah, longer world. But last episode we were talking about like because if you get Ishikai, you might get put into like a real Attack on Titan. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're not Aaron. You're not the protagonist. You're uh, gonna die a fucked up death. Yeah, Pokemon's one of those worlds. Anyone could be in there. Yeah, you don't need to be a fucking protagonist. You can you can still go to work. And have a regular like those, job. Those those child series and your Arcanine's like, there. Yeah, like those like, child series like work, Yu-Gi-Oh or walk. like Beyblade, things like that. I'm like anyone could be Iskai there, and you'd be perfectly fine. Like I don't know about Yu-Gi-Oh, dude. There's some fuck shit going okay, on. Okay, 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 okay. Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh, and Yu-Gi-Oh anime. No, if it's Yu-Gi-Oh manga, they straight up go to hell and whatnot. Like that's just mm-hmm. a thing. It's insane. But yeah, it's exactly. Banish before. you to hell. You're like Yami. But like, Calm down, friend. B- before we end off this episode, I want to say, like, w- when it comes to, like, my scale of what I find emotional, like, there's the base level where, like, if I feel, like, a good emotion, my body temperature rises. I feel it. I'll feel it in my skin. I'll just feel my temperature rise. Something as basic, easy for me to tell. I know that's a good sign for a series if you can make me reach that point. It's not even an easy point to reach, which is why, like, I, I am strict about how I do this. The next step is you ever like get to that point where you're about to cry but you don't like you feel like the water like exists yeah. behind your eyeball but it just you, it doesn't come out. out like it doesn't well for me it, it'll just be there waiting right mm. that that's the next step if you can reach there that's very good getting a tear like just enough welled up it just falls that's like the second to last stage and then like if it, the moment i start crying like a straight up that's the limit and that's only happened once that's why i'm like yeah, if you could reach there, I'll, I'd praise any series that reaches there. Like, if Jujutsu Kaisen reaches there, it's automatically going to be my second favorite series above Berserk because Berserk just didn't do that for me. Berserk, the thing about Berserk, it's such a well-written story, but at the same time, it's not in a story I'm invested in personally. Like, I don't put myself into the story to experience it. I experience it just from, like, my mind's aspect of what good storytelling is. Mm. So, like, it's it's like a personal reason why I wouldn't be like, Berserk's probably the best written story I've read, but it's not the best experience I've had with the series. So, you know. Yeah, it's like I really that, enjoy it. It's that whole fucking... Like, but if people end, said it's the best thing ever, I don't think it's overrated. Like, it's, I think it's, it's like, like the, you could say that. You're it's fear. like the end game thing where you're like... Where, like, you have to set aside personal preference and look at it yeah. just like very black and white objectively, like... You're saying, like, Berserk is 
better than X, Y, and Z. Yeah. But you like X, Y, and Z more because you've lived your life and experienced whatever shit you've experienced to get you to where you're at. And that's not even the same suit. I just think One Piece is a more, like, in a storytelling, you're invested into the story being told. Like, you as a person, reading it, you're getting your own experience. I don't think anyone's getting experience out of Berserk because Berserk is, like, something to feel like these Berserk lessons being taught are something Berserk I can... Is, yeah, it's are conceptually kind of tangible. This is a... Tell me if I'm off base. It's kind of like... Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, or Lord of the Rings versus Game of Thrones. We're like... Or One Piece and Berserk? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, we're like... They're both really well-made, long-form stories. In their craft. They're just two different yeah, but one experiences of them, going behind them. Yeah, one of them you would almost want to join in on, whereas the other one, you're very much just happy being an observer. Yeah. Because, like... You want to go live in Game of Thrones? They rape motherfuckers, and there's dragons and zombies like, with fucking ice Guts, spears. You know, Guts' story is is so dark and brooding and stuff. But at the same time, I'm like, it's like One Piece is unbelievable in the sense that the world exists. But like conceptually, the themes, things that are handled, they're all things that I think like if you take away the fantasticness and the you know whimsy of it all, you could apply that and transition into like thematically what works in real life. Zerk mm. is like so to the extremes that I'm like, there's certain themes I think work perfectly that you can transition. And there's themes that I think it just, they just don't, they, you can't really transition. They just don't work Yeah, they kind outside of, of that. Flat. And therefore like, and let alone the way the series is done. It's just like my enjoyment of the series can't exist outside of the series. Like it just wouldn't be like, let me think about it berserk and think about what I love about it. It's like, no, I just like it because it's really good storytelling. It's not because I think thematically or the characters or things are like, there's only so many characters about in Berserk I care about. It's a big contrast with One Piece where there's a lot of characters that I'm like, I like this character for this, this, and this reason. There's only mm -hmm. a handful with Berserk. I'd be like, yeah, that's my go-to, you know? Well, Berserk uh, is a fucking seinen, right? Yes. So, yeah, that's... I mean, that's a whole other thing of trying to compare. I mean, I, I don't think that's goes to. A, a reason to be like, there's a difference because I know people like when it comes to series, I see a lot of people like Berserk and One Piece. If you experience them both, they're usually in your top three. Well, no, but in like various orders. You know? It'd be like Seinen's more Game of Thrones, whereas Shonen's more Lord and of the And the thing is, before we finish this episode off, I already said this one. One Piece has like the least of a series of things I would want out of series, but it's managed to make me like it. Berserk is like one, like a Seinen series appeals to me much more like it's like one of those things with Jutsu Kaisen. Like, a lot of it just appeals to me more than One Piece does by leaps and bounds. That, like, if it was something I experienced first, it would be near impossible for me to be like, yeah, One Piece is my favorite. Just because One Piece has so little of what I would expect I want from a series. But it's done so well. Like, it surprised me when I was experiencing it that I would like it as much as I did. Right? Berserk was pretty much like on par with like, it's better than my expectations, but it's like the things I would normally want from a series, how dark mm. and grisly it is, how adult themes it handles, like things like that. It works like near perfectly for everything it does, right? Yeah. It's like comparing them, like I have a basis to why I compare them is just because like, if you exceed my expectations in the best way possible, especially when like the more One Piece goes, the more my expectations raise. So if you constantly do that for something that I have like, less expectations out of 
it's more of like an accomplishment, which is why like there's more value to that series for me because like Berserk doesn't like surprise me in any ways. It doesn't do anything I don't expect out of Berserk. It's exactly what I think Berserk needs to be. I think One Piece is more of a series that has done more for itself than it should have in the first place. You know? Yeah. It's I think One Piece is freakish in what it does, but it's I don't know. It's kind of just like the Seinen Shonen Berserk comparing to any Shonen. Yeah. It's, it's just kind of a tough because you can like if you have your own personal guideline to like a show that's different but like it'd be like comparing you know like a horror movie to like an action adventure <laughs> where like they are supposed to kind of check different boxes and I mean, so that, it, that's the fairest way to put it yeah so like shonen is it's for young adults so it's supposed to be encapsulating and it's supposed to grab you and it's supposed to be like an inviting world seinen is more cut from like our actual world's fabric where it's like it's more like on the nose like yeah where it's like like experiences yeah like hey junior shit's not always so sweet you know sometimes your name's a pun for you know getting butt fucked and (laughs) that's okay but like that's life and you know like it's just tough to compare because yeah. you know like i mean that, you know, that was a good point because braveheart like, and halloween are two totally different two movies, different movies, but i yeah. fucking love them both for different reasons and like if someone's gonna ask me to rank series i have a tough time like doing it like i know my favorite one piece berserk like those are always my top two yeah but like if i'm ranking series i'm doing it by genre because i can't that's like how once, I am too. once I get out of like my top five, I just can't do it anymore. Where I'm like, I can't it's rank the same these for against like, each other. It's like I'll like an like idol show, right? Like it should be an idol show, and I'll be like, well, I like this idol show more than I like all these shows. But if you're asking me which are better, I'm gonna have like a panic attack because I'm like, well, you know, like this idol show is this idol show, but you know, Death Note is Death Note. Yeah, and exactly. then I'm like, you know, like what am I supposed to do? I like Rent a Girlfriend more than Love is War, but I don't like Rent a Girlfriend more than Hunter Hunter. It's not even f- in the same fucking ballpark. Yeah, but it's like, like easier to push it against its own category than to cross, yeah. you know, crossover. It's just I hate the fucking weird. what's your favorite movie question. I'm like, Bro, bitch, what do you I, mean? I can't answer. I I'm like, legitimately I can't ask you every time I hear your favorite anything, I'm like, listen. I can tell you a lot about my personality. It might get convoluted, but when it comes to like, what's my favorite? You, you done threw me in a sinking pit. Like, That's what, yeah. I'm like, you need to give me a subcategory. Oh, you need to give me details. Need, yeah. It's like, like, I need a category bro. and a subcategory and I need rules. Or is the top three? Is the top one? I know. If someone were like, to say, bro. what's your favorite standalone movie? It would take, I'd need like 48 hours to get back to him. I, I would need business days to find all the movies I watched before yeah. I started getting to that point. It would literally be a thing where I'd have to like find every movie I've watched, start mm. comparing them. Do the then whole... I just think it's unfair. But like, okay, speaking of unfair, then that's you gotta pick it for what this... genre is your favorite. And that's a whole other fucking debate. You're like, I know what genre is my favorite. Psychological is my favorite genre. Psychological or drama. I would say horror is probably mine, but that's just like that. That's such an easy question for me. That's why I tell you, like, when it comes to One Piece, there's just so little to it that would get me into the series that I'm just like, listen, you've done your job. 
Oh, I'm talking about movie genres for anime. It's same genre. thing. It's the same thing. I, it, it's all crossover for me. Like genres, genre in my head. Oh no. Well, yeah. For like anime, my favorite genre is definitely not horror. Even though I do fucking love horror. I, I mean, there's just a lot of bad horror. So there's I mean, a lot of really. That's why I love Promise Neverland was because they. But Troy, before we get on any more changes, so good. Let's let's wrap up this episode so we can all you know relax, cool off, wrap it yeah. up, kids. I mean, if you want to talk about you know genres, categories, that's all fine. But you know, when it comes to opinions, we had opinions today. And granted, the first half of the episode, we were we were on point. We we talked about overrated what we thought and our opinions mm-hmm. on different series. There's more I could talk about. Obviously, I think we both could have talked about a lot more. We just. It's just once you have stuff that you're working off of, it's hard to think of like more expansive, especially if we're not coming up with the list beforehand. You know, and like I'd have to think about why I think the series is overrated. But for the same points we brought up on like our tangents, the same reason why I can't just call everything overrated. Like I have to think about the broad scope of why I would say this series is yeah, considered overrated. It's overrated you know? in the sense that mostly the fan base puts it on a pedestal that we yes. feel it is undeserving of. Because of the shows that actually deserve, and it's not like it's not like I necessarily think it's undeserving, but like if it comes to push comes up shove, I'm going based off the arguments I've heard of as to why it's on that pedestal or something like that, you know? Or yeah, just or based off of what you've actually like seen. Yeah, like listen, once I watch Code Geass and you know Full Metal and things like that, I'll have my opinions on them, and if they aren't like the I still need to watch Code Geass too. Listen, I hear like it gets all its praise for the ending, but like the actual its story itself, like before the ending, like I you don't hear much talk on that. So when when I watch it, I'm gonna see what it's all about before I you know have a definitive opinion. But that's for another time, you know. Yeah, maybe, I'm, maybe we can do an episode on that. I don't know. That's far in the future, but I'm usually not a fan of the whole um, overpowered, like grossly overpowered main character. Unless they kind of yeah. poke fun at it the way they did with Food Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that the guy in uh, Code Geass is very much uh, a I mean, a his, god. his Geass is like con- control people. so you know. He's a god, effectively. Yeah. So, um, I'm, yeah, the, I'm basically just curious to see if they can or if it'll subject my expectations. Because I mean, yeah, we could definitely talk about it another recently. time. But yeah, that's it for this episode. We've talked about just about anything you could think of, except everything you could think of, because there's so much to talk about that we could have talked about. But yeah, thanks. Thanks for being here, Troy. Thanks for being here, Justin. Your input was very Mm -hmm. valued. (laughs) Say goodbye to the people. Bye, people. I thought Justin was talking, but I don't even know if he was talking. I don't even think he can hear us. I don't know, man. Fascist. Well, no, we can't hear him. I think that's what it is. But that's fine. Oh, I turned my microphone down. Oh, Bro, this guy could have been talking the whole time and we wouldn't have known. Oh, well. This shit's been on the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs>